Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. gentlemen we watched a movie uh that I, we did i we definitely I, watched a movie i threw this in the group chats i i feel like i say this a lot that we watched the movie and then you always say yes we watched the movie uh, but no i threw it in the group chat of uh the geek ultimate alliance of uh, the picture of um nuclear man and katie <laughs> was like what's that i'm like it's a crappy superman movie you don't want to watch it it's, oh no, God. see, you did that wrong. You should have been like, it's an amazing movie and you should watch it. And just see what she... <laughs> I don't... Well, I cause... like Katie. But yeah? Here's, here's, oh, here's so the... you don't like me and that's why you made us watch it. Yeah. Yeah, Clay volunteered. You're but part of the podcast. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I, I, I don't know if we're just going to jump into this. We though. are jumping into it. Go ahead. Okay. The first part of this movie that's in Smallville, like... It gives you like a feeling of like, oh, this movie cannot be that bad. It's actually starting off pretty good. And then after the Daily Planet scene, it just goes. It just tanks. Yes. Well, okay, okay, so I, I disagree because right at the beginning of the movie, Superman probably killed some alien in outer space. <laughs> I mean, well, and, and another he, thing is, how is he going to explain where that baseball went when he just told that guy he could have him for his grandkids? But this is also after he had just saved the Russians from being hit by the other satellite. Although, did you guys also <laughs> see when the the satellite hit the one astronaut, his head popped off. His his helmet <laughs> popped. Oh no, his head popped yeah. off. <laughs> there was nothing there. That was um, pretty, when pretty he, bad. When it happened, I was like, oh, shit. Well, I rewound okay. it. I rewound so it. I'm I like, forgot, it totally happened. I forgot like that part happened in this movie because I haven't seen this movie for decades. Same. And when it happened, I was like, wait, are they actually killing somebody right off at the beginning of the movie? And then I was like, oh, wait, that wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. But yeah, so, also, um, this well, gives... Uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, I, if you guys haven't figured it out by now, we are watching Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Uh, I'm your host, Joe. We got Ron here. We hey, got everybody. Uh, subbing, or not subbing, and coming in voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Clay. I want to get those introductions out of the way. I, I wanted to jump in on this movie because, Ron, I also have not seen this movie since I'm 30 now. Um... Oh, God, you're such a baby. Since I was 10? 12? So that, that's that been about... Because I was trying to figure, I know it's been at least a decade. Probably a decade and a half, if not two decades, since I've seen this movie. And I'm 38. I, so. I haven't watched this I, I will... movie. Holy shit. Okay, so the last time I watched this movie was just after Jess and I had bought our house. Oh, wow. So... 2007 ish. Yeah, nice. So, 
so long ago. And like, I actually I, don't even know if I watched the whole movie then because I think I was watching it with the kids because we watched one and two and then I couldn't find three and then yeah, we watched four because I had four on VHS and then I found three on DVD. <laughs> and I've but, got all of these. Like I've got the um, the old Warner Brother like snap case cover yeah. thing that they have. I've got the Blu-ray of the whole pack. Like I, I have them. I have the uh, the silver um, cased like the the, the binding, combo thing. Yeah, of all four movies. Yeah, I got that's the one but I got as well. This conveniently is both on Amazon Prime and on uh, HBO Max. HBO is it on Prime? So, huh. yeah. I watched it on Max. So, so did I watched it on yours. I know. I know you did. <laughs> I watched it on Max as well. But I will be honest. From the the only thing I remembered from this movie. The Smallville scene with the baseball, and then just knowing what Nuclear Man looks like. I don't remember yes. anything else about this movie. I, I was I, like, what is this? I remember Nuclear Man, and I remember the missile. Like, him him combining... Yes, the, 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 the yeah. entire story about how he is going to end the... Nuclear nu- war. Yeah, like, yeah, nuclear. Uh, uh, what is uh, nuclear ra- race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, and that's all I remember. And then it being so long, but but then obviously in the same time we've all been around the internet. This movie gets made fun of constantly, and I can't uh, not, understand why. Yeah, so not gonna lie. After watching it again, uh, I I believe it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I feel so fucking terrible for this when what's his name jeremy is that what the kid's name the is kid? in this the kid that yeah. the the kid that's there for like two minutes and then just is all right bye jeremy see ya so where the when fuck this, are your parents or whatever when when this kid first speaks i started to get this movie and superman 3 mixed up because as soon as you see the classroom scene oh, i was yeah, like yeah. oh that's lana's kid yeah i thought it was gonna be like one of those things and when this kid spoke, I feel terrible for this. That kid's voice did not belong to that kid. Thank body. you. I yes. noticed that. I when agree. he when he spoke, I was like, "What the fuck is like, that's wrong with bad this kid's ADR. voice?" <laughs> but that also wasn't the only one. Nuclear Man had Gene yeah, well, Hackman's voice. Yeah. Wait, had whose voice? Gene Hackman. Gene that was Gene Hackman oh, doing that, the yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, this was Mark Pillow was the guy that played uh, Nuclear Man. This was his only film credit. He did like <laughs> two TV shows. I wonder why. Maybe. Man, this. See that, Joey? That's yeah. That's, I see the shocker. shocker. I know. Um, <laughs> this movie, like nobody, nobody likes this movie. The I actors actually, don't like the movie. I like, Christopher think Reeve doesn't. Right now, there is a because I see, I've been seeing it advertised on Twitter. There is a Quest for Peace convention, like, reunion happening right now. Oh, God. Wait, how does that There's even There's only, like, two Half people. dead. Yeah, it's like, two or three people are still alive. Gene, so, Gene, Gene Hackman, Hackman is, still, is still alive. Yeah. Mark McClure is still alive. Uh, so is uh, the woman who played Lacey. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. She's, she's in there as well. Um... And then, I think, oh, shoot. Because Margot Kidder passed away, Christopher Reeve obviously passed away. Yeah. I mean, um, John Cryer. 
Yeah, good point. John Cryer could come back. That's four. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Cryer. I don't know. He. I, he's. I feel like he, he wouldn't al- come back to this. He always. Uh, like whenever somebody posts about him in Quest for Peace, they always mention him. Like he always like retweets it and stuff. So I mean, yeah. like he's he's a good sport about it, but it's not like it's his greatest. Because oh my man. god, the Christopher way. Reeve. <laughs> Christopher Reeve publicly regretted being oh, involved yeah. with this movie, and oh, he yeah. co-wrote it. So, <laughs> yeah, Yikes. yeah, it's not good. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so let's let's go through this movie. Uh, so out of curiosity, when Clark goes we'll talk about the barn scene in Smallville, he goes to his ship, and he, we get a voiceover from Laura instead of Jorel. Do you think they're continuing the? Um, the second, not the theatrical cut of, of Superman 2 versus the Donner. Obviously, Donner cut wasn't around yet, but. Well, one thing that I didn't know that you guys did because y'all been watching these movies and then it very much uh, took place here in this movie was the fact that his mother, like you said, yeah. is narrating the beginning of this. And I was like, oh, shit. Marlon Brando has basically been erased they, from I mean, these they, movies. They straight up erased him after one because that was, was Donner's pick. Well, that yeah. too. You know, it, it's just one of those things where, like you said, after watching these movies like we have, finding out knowledge like we have, it just it was jarring a little bit for the uh, for the most part. Um, so after the whole Smallville scene, I. I thought, like, oh, look, uh, Clark's parents are dead. All of them now, finally. Because his mom was still technically alive in the in, third one, wasn't she? I think so, yeah. Like, they never mentioned it, but they don't remember him talking about it. But she was definitely mm-hmm. in the second one. Yeah. Did they... Uh, also, I mean, his, I... his, farm, his farm looked like shit, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, what do you expect? His mom was 900 it. years old. I mean, she couldn't take care of that <laughs> shit by herself. And but still, was... the way they the way they glossed over it was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it's oh look, you can't you can't come and take care of the farm because you're a big city boy now. So I guess you gotta sell it. Now I do, I, I will say it's honorable that he doesn't want some big corporate, you know, corporate corporation whatever coming in and just bulldozing everything and making them all. But him holding out for a, a farmer to to do it. I feel like he just would have had a farmer, another farming family that he knew, come in and expand, you know, double double their their land. Well, it's not only that, but I mean, everything that he had on that farm was in horrible shape. So anybody that was going to have to, one was going to buy it, would have to rebuild the barn because the barn looked like it was ready to fall down. The house looked like shit. You know, uh, all the equipment that was on there was all garbage. Like. Emily was watching this with me. She she only lasted an hour. She tapped out after an hour. She's like, I can't. She only had 30 minutes left. That's what I can tell you. It was a short movie. Which I'll, I got some trivia on that one. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But she she watched that scene in Smallville. And she's like, is that the same barn from, from uh, Zach, that Zack Snyder used? I'm like, look, <laughs> Kansas has barns. Like, it's, it's easy. And she's like, that's, that's state or like that. That's very racist against Kansas and, and I'm like, no, that's that's statist or I was gonna whatever. say, can you be racist against a like a, a stereotype? Whole state? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I 
just rewinding a little bit, uh, I noticed one thing in the credits. Uh, this was technically before the lawsuit between uh, the Siegel Schuster family, and there is no credits for Siegel and Schuster. That's one yep. thing that I noticed. Huh. I actually didn't notice that. Because where they had that in the at the end credits. Was it at the end? I didn't watch no, all of the end credits. But neither did I. I skipped through them all. But you are you're right. Normally they have a credit in the opening credits. There was mm -hmm. like all this because uh, didn't that lawsuit come in? Was that late nineties or early? Or, I'm sorry, early nineties. It would have been early nineties, which would have been right before this movie because yeah, this, this was eighty nine. Eighty seven. Was it eighty seven? Yeah. So that, but that's still interesting if it wasn't in the opening credits. Yeah. Um. And obviously, it's the first of many lawsuits that that family has brought up against Warner Brothers and, and yeah. DC and all that. So, um, so okay, so we go from this to Lex being on the chain gang uh, in a mining thing, whistling Mozart. Uh, can we talk about Lenny when he shows up and his um, car speakers? He had the. The Send Surround 100. Yeah, but he also had headphones on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like. Not good. No. no. Oh, God, no. And uh, it was just like they got. So the cops like get in this car and then they put the headphones on. And then they're like the little like fucking like trumpet pieces around Those the outside of it. made no sense exactly. at all. Exactly. I don't. I, so John Cryer's character was the epitome of like eighty stereotype. Yeah, oh, like that's yeah. all that character needed to be, like eighty stereotype and dumb. <laughs> yep, was was basically his character. Now, yeah. was he in three or no? No, I feel like he was. I don't know. I th I just think maybe he was just like the it boy for Hollywood in the eighties, also because he was also in freaking uh, what was the big eighties movie that he was in? Uh, I don't think he was candles? in the, uh, Sixteen do, Candles. Was he in Sixteen Candles? Mm -hmm. I didn't think he did any John Hughes movies. I mean, he might. I mean, I believe it. He probably it seems like he was it, but the the Hughes movies I'm thinking of. Uh, no, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm seeing the picture. I think you're right. I think he was in, in 16 Candles. Yes, he was in 16 With Candles. With Molly Ringwald. Okay. Mm -hmm. With almost the exact same haircut. Yeah. yeah. That's Again, it's just like the 80s stereotype. Um, why is it that breaking out of prison in the 80s was so flippin' easy? Um. Because they didn't have uh, high security penitentiaries back then. Uh, actually, no. It's because, in case you didn't notice, everybody in that chain gang was white. <laughs> I really wish we had video on this. <laughs> oh man! Ooh. I mean, I'm not wrong, right? You're not I'm wrong. No, no, you're not. You're not. And one thing that was kind of missing from this was. No, Miss Tassmacher. No, uh, Otis. Otis. And that, so is 
it's a little it was a little down because I mean John Cryer's character felt like he was supposed to be the Otis here, but he was too much in the background. He yeah, well, I put this for the eighties because well, he was so like, dude, man, like what? Yeah, yeah. I I had, I had noted that uh, um, uh, Lenny was an idiot, but he was definitely no Otis. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. And then Miss uh, Tessbacher got replaced by a long line of oddly dressed women <laughs> that were just like randomly his arm candy throughout the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Odd, but you know, it is what it was. Um, also, you know, we didn't get Otis, but we did get Porkins, the uh, the U.S. military general guy. Oh, yeah, Porkins oh. from um, from Star Wars. Uh, we yeah. saw him for already once in Flash Gordon, he was the scientist that um, what's his name was trying to get to go with him. To oh, that's the, right, the yeah. And we'll see him again when we do Batman later this year. Oh, um, good lord! Yeah, yeah, he was all over the place. Batman is he? Yeah, he was. Eckert. He was oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the first Batman movie, Tim Burton's yeah. Batman. So yeah, he's done three, and I, I bring up the fact that he's done three comic book movies to also say that uh, Mark McClure. I was going to say this later on, but he was the first, uh, first actor in a comic book movie to reprise his role five times because he did these four movies he and then he was also jimmy olsen and supergirl yep and so he was the first one to do it five times um up until we had there was a lot more since then i think um well obviously you know we got like uh, uh what hugh jackman was the next one to do it that exceeded um, as Logan Wolverine, and then we've obviously again. If you watch any Marvel movie, they're repeating constantly. So Stan Lee, yeah, I mean true. he's not like, necessarily the same character, but no, but neither was Porkins. He did he played multiple different comic people. It's just yeah. that Stan one, well, but but maybe Stan Lee was the same character. We don't know. We'll never know. That, that's true because isn't there like some kind of. Uh... Um, thing about him being a, a watcher, yeah, and just Allegedly, like, and then he was jumping into each one, yeah. It, uh, that's we're never gonna find that one out, that's never gonna be revealed. So, from this got point, a Ouija on, board, we could ask, I'm good. <laughs> uh, so from this point on, we get to the Daily Planet, which just got bought out by this uh, War, no, Warland. Fuck, I started I start with a W. I didn't write that name down because... Eh. I mean, just like this movie, but like... Yeah. Understandable. It was like yeah. Ward Wall or something like that. I don't know. Hold on, I'll find it. Uh, Warfield. There we go. David Warfield. And he basically is just trying to sen- sensationalize the paper because papers don't sell. He's trying to make it smut. But, or not smut, but... Uh, um, Tabloid, yes, yeah. Tabloid is the be- better, better. Because I think that's what one of them says at the beginning, like when he's doing the hostile takeovers. Like, isn't he like the tabloid guy or something? Or like, yeah, I don't know. And he's just he he buys it out and cool. Then he puts his daughter in charge, who has a giant crush on Clark because 
she is just trying to prove to Lois, and this was definitely seemed like at first, was just trying to prove to Lois that any man wants me because I'm rich. Yeah, she literally says that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. I think later on, she actually does have feelings for Clark. Also, well, I was just going to say, the dude playing Perry White did not look great in this movie. No. No, no, he, no. He um, is starting to age quite a bit at this point. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Jack, I don't know. Jackie, Jackie Cooper. Yeah. Um, let's see. When did he pass away? Let's find that out. Oh, he passed away in 2011. So Damn. He, he, he made a good run of it. Quite some time afterward. Yeah. But 88 he, years old when he died. So, oof. So that's, I mean, that's another 25 years, 24 years after this yeah. movie. But yeah, no, he definitely, he looked. I'm not going to say not healthy, but compared to the other three, he definitely looked worse for wear. Yeah. For, which is probably why he wasn't really in the film a whole lot. Um, I was, we, about, oh, go ahead. Well, we're talking about her trying to like uh, seduce Clark or whatever. When she's trying to figure out how to sit on the desk, and like he's standing there in the doorway like watching her like pose and shit. <laughs> There's a lot of times when things are happening and people are standing watching. Um, later on during the double date with oh, for Lacey, and, Lacey and Clark and, and Lois and Superman, which, of course, you had to have a double date scene. Why not? But Clark gets uh, knocked back from Lacey as she's going up the elevator. And he runs out the door. And there's a doorman like, watching him. what's he's going on. And watch him run into the car and come out the other side of Superman. Like, yeah. This guy yeah. doesn't give a fuck about his, super, his superhero <laughs> identity, does he? Well, not only that. Not he knew only it was that, his last movie. He didn't care. Before then. Before then. Because I know we're kind of like jumping we're all jumping over around. the place. Like, I know we tend to just... Tr- I think okay. I know with Ron and I, we do start to finish. But I like it better when we jump around. So, so we know from Superman 1, Superman 2, Lois was basically non-existent in Superman 3. Yeah. And now in... Reason for that. Yes. And then for Superman 4, she's here again. And what do they do? Oh, we have to tell Lois the secret identity, but only to hide it again, but tease that she may not be affected by the roofie kiss anymore. (laughs) That's canon, right? That's the name of it? (laughs) Can't be now. Uh, so when this happened, Emily, like I said, is watching it with me. She sees that, and she's like, what the fuck? And I had to pause, explain to her what happened in the second movie, so that this, I can explain to what's going on with this, and she's like, that's manipulation. Like, she, he, like, she straight up manipulated him. Or, she, I mean, he straight up manipulated her just to get what he wanted. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, the first one, not so much. He had to, he had to stop you know, take that information away because it was ruining her life. This one, no, he he straight up just walked her off of a bridge or walked her uh, off the side of the building. building. Yeah, sorry. And but, was like, hey, I'm going to tell you my secret and I'm going to take it away because fuck you, that's why. Like straight yep. up, hey, the only reason why I'm doing this is because I feel so comfortable around you, but I still want to keep my secret identity. So... But We're going to roofie like, you right after this. Later on, when he is 
sick. He's Clark is pretending like he's well pretending he's sick. He's actually got scratched by um, what nuclear man and is actually and he's dying. Die. Um, she comes in and she's like, "Yeah, I felt like I had to go find Superman. And I got drawn here. I don't know why, but if I if I could talk to Superman, I would tell him this and and do this. I give him this. It's like, like you know, like just just admit that you know. This what like." No, no, see, this is called double gaslighting. So Clark gaslighted her into believing that he wasn't Superman. So she's like, oh, okay, Clark, you're not Superman. So if you do see Superman, tell him I think he's hung like a moose. And I wish he'd come pack it in again, you know? And Clark's like, I'll let him know because I know that if he knew what you were saying, he'd say what I'm saying because I know what he thinks. And uh, <clears throat> anyways, I'm sick, so you should go. <laughs> no, but see, the weird thing about this was... He walks off the building as if he's about to kill himself. And with they her. both fall with, with her. her. They both fall. He catches her, you know, changes into his suit. They her, all go flying. The glasses stay on her robe through a whole flight around the, the fucking world. Emily, yeah. Emily got so excited because she thought that her dress had pockets. <laughs> and I'm it like, was just the oh, it was, I'm like, is, Emily, it's nineteen eighty seven. They don't have like before, they don't have pockets in 2020. This is for men knew that women could even talk about their dresses having pockets. I mean, come on. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, it would be so inv- inventive." But what I wrote here in my notes is was uh, shit. What is it? The fact that she uh, they revealed the identity, and then I asked, "How does she remember everything?" Because he says, oh, wait, this was kind of just, like, pointless. You do remember everything, don't you? And she, like, shook her head, saying yes. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? And then he kisses her again. I'm like, wait, so does that work? Or if it doesn't work? And then we see, when he is sick, that it didn't work. So, like, why is this this tongue-in-cheek that they had to do this? I don't know. It's so fucking dumb. So dumb. I have... And... This movie itself, it's just, it's, it's a bad movie. Like, I'll, I'll just come out and say it. It was a bad movie. The, everybody hated each other on set. Apparently, Christopher Reeve was so far up his ass that no one liked working with him. It was just like, my dude, like, you are, I love you to death. And he's dead, so, sorry. Dumb. But, like, <laughs> oh, my but, God. Like, he was, he was just so terrible to work with on set for this movie. Nobody liked working with him. And I feel you could definitely tell that in the movie, especially that first like half hour. He is so like, so downtrodden and so sullen that what you're the hero. Why are you like so upset? Like we're supposed to be watching you, but I don't want to watch a movie where Superman's crying the entire time. See my notes for that scene were. uh, uh, Clark gets a big sad until he yeets Lois off a building. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. And I also put the Superman is a sadist because he <laughs> drops. They're flying and he just he's like smiling. lets her go. And he's, he's like laughing. Right he's like, look at this bitch floundering around like she's going to die. I have written down. And you know, if he would have caught her like that, she would have gotten Gwen Stacy. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She would have gotten Quinn Stacy. <laughs> no, but uh, the I I put in my notes. I was I was kind of just like sitting here, reading everything and and watching everything. And I was I said, "How does she remember everything?" Well, then she forgets. 
what the fuck is going on? Superman's uncon- unconsensual memory wipe kiss. It's just yep. like, it's, it's weird, man. Like, I don't want to wish any, like, thing upon, like, the fact that maybe he was a little bit of a, you know, bad guy to work with in the sense of, you know, what that means today uh, for some men. But I'm like, Chris, don't, I, I, I have this memory of Christopher Reeves, and I don't necessarily want to, like, Correct. muddy that. Yeah, no, and I, I get that, and I totally understand that, because I'm right there with you. I like this. He's a wholesome guy that I will love watching till till my dying day. Just not in this movie. Like even he was, he acted better in the third movie, and the third movie was really a, a Richard Pryor movie. Yeah. So, uh, I there that there there's that. Um. So let's talk about Nuclear Man for a second. Uh, the fact that born with his clothes on. Oh well, no, they they actually talk about that. He, he, yeah, he uh, drops because he okay. cuts those little pieces of the fabric into the thing, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, the computer will sew him a whole costume." Uh, I missed that entirely. <laughs> You're fine. But my thing about it is, is what's the most impressive thing is that. He was able to make a computer that withstood the heat of the sun okay. in order to actually go through with that whole thing. Comic Emily, book science. Comic oh, yeah. Logic, yeah. <laughs> Emily laughed as soon as the the embryo, I'll say, popped out of the, the sun and it starts to grow. She's just like, what the fuck? Like, this is dumb. Yep. I, uh, I, what's impressive to me is that Superman's hair, strand of hair, which could with you know hold up a thousand pounds of weight. Fine. Oh, uh, bolt cutters just. But bolt cutters cut it like it's nothing. And and the thing about it is, is if you know anything about bolt cutters, they don't even touch all the way. Nope. No, they don't. <laughs> it was pretty good. I was so confused as of what the hell. Like, and honestly, I don't know why. This is an '80s film. At this point, there was trying to think what other crazy sci-fi star wars were... came out four years earlier yeah. or, uh, so so i was earlier. i was legit expecting lex to like have like this small little device that was gonna cut a hole and you know it would be very sneaky <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden g cried just like oh you may want to back up a little bit bam and i was like <laughs> what hey, is look, this he is the greatest criminal mastermind of the age, his, his okay, time, of his time. Yeah, as he always says. And um, apparently, he was past his time. I think so. Uh, so, Nuclear Man gets made, gets formed, comes flying back to Lex, and I like that his, I like his explanation of his powers. Like in the sun, he is all powerful, almost as powerful as Superman. But the minute he is in any sort of darkness, he loses his power. And we see that because he walks in a shadow and he powers. And then Lex goes, ah, his one weakness, his kryptonite. (laughs) It's the the fact that he walks into a shadow where there's still sunlight around him and he depowers so quickly. But see, I have this beat, okay? Because Lenny walks up to him and he's like, oh, he's freezing cold, right? Okay. But then later on, he dives into a fucking volcano. Yes, I have that in my notes. (laughs) 
I have that in my and notes. And it's like, he... as soon as he was underneath the volcano's layer, that was the end of the movie. Cut. Yeah, Zoom, cre- exactly. Run credits. Like, exactly. Also, or, when, or, when or Superman, even more when importantly. Superman takes them into, gets them in the elevator, takes them to the moon. To the dark side of the moon. To the dark side of the moon. Specifically called the dark side of the moon dark. because the sun never yes. touches it. Yes. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh, God, just. And then what's really funny, though, is while we were watching that, Simon was like, why doesn't Superman just, like, pound him into the dirt on that side of the moon? Then he'll never be uncovered. And then, like, five seconds later, that's what uh, fucking Nuclear Man does to Superman. And Simon's like, see, that guy gets it. (laughs) See, my thing was the bullshit of Superman just, like, knowing. Again, this is, like, a show don't tell, Mm -hmm. but it still needs explanation Superman just knows, oh, his weakness is darkness. Well, he figured it out. He even told Lex that at the end. Like, I, you know, I just, I knew that he came from the sun because you had probably put this device on one of the missiles I threw in the sun. So I figured if he was solar powered, darkness would be his weakness. But here's the real question. How did he know he was going after Lacey? My question is, why the fuck would he go after Lacey at all? Amen. He saw a picture of her. No, no, but, yeah, but, but... But what does that connect to anything? Like, he why... He horny. <laughs> I mean... Ron, didn't we, didn't we just watch a movie recently where that was kind of a thing where, like, the guy woke up, saw female, wanted female? Uh, wasn't that Supergirl? Was that Super... Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! So, but, uh, but yeah, but no, like he literally, he looks at her picture on the paper and he's like, mm, me horny. And he's like, and, you know, like personally, it, in, in my personal taste, I didn't find her that attractive. Like there were probably 20 different women that he was blowing up on the road that he could have probably taken back and shagged and had a better time. Her but, eyebrows, man, her eyebrows. Holy shit. <laughs> they, like they did not match the hair that was on her head. And so I'm just like. Doesn't Not the only to. place she... the hair didn't match. <laughs> I say it doesn't have to match. She's rich. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we get the fight of <sighs> Superman versus Lady Deathstrike, and then we go to the moon. You know, because her nails came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Okay, the nails. That was another thing. Like, what the Let, fuck, Lady Deathstrike. Mm-hmm. But why? Yes. Like, they did they not... They were ex- long. Here's, no, here's the thing, though. Like, you can explain he had similar powers to Superman. They showed that he had similar powers to Superman. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, electric nails. Oh, electric disease nails, like a cat. You know, like when you get scratched by like a, a cat and then like it gets infected, cat scratch fever. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't know. For I mean, one, I, I, when I, they did when they did the close up on these things, oh god, they, did, they didn't even look like they were attached to his fucking fingers. It was so gross, so gross. <laughs> uh, lovely, just yeah. lovely. Yep. Uh, but I did, I did like when. Nuclear Man was going after Lacey. Superman shows up in front of the Daily Planet building. And, and then... watches him destroy everybody and no everything. No people! No! 
If only somebody was here that could do something about it. Wait, I have the quote here. Okay. (laughs) The way that Christopher Reeve delivered this line, he says, don't do it, the people. (laughs) And like, you see, like, the way he yells, and and it's actually like this through every Christopher Reeve's Superman movie. When he yells, like he yells with like his shoulder and his head, yeah. And yeah. so they always go forward. You see his stomach kind of contract when he's like mm-hmm. yelling and stuff because the the suit is so like tight on him and stuff. I I I, I love Chris. He's a great actor. Yes. You know, we always talk about the transition between Clark and Superman, how he really transforms that character. But man, that was rough. It I, it was a very interesting choice, you know, to keep that take. Yeah. Well, not just that, but I mean, like, you are the most powerful man on Earth. So what do you do when the supervillain comes here and starts destroying people and killing things? And, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to sit here and, you know, like, be like, no, don't do that, please. Oh, God, what, what am I and, supposed but to he do? Uses his, he uses telescopic, telepathic, whatever so so that's that's the thing so super this version of superman which a lot of people don't really like like to mention like oh this christopher reeves is the best version of christopher reeves this this well this is the best people exclude three and four exactly this is this is the best version of superman or whatever is what they say but this version of Superman is like the golden age of comic Superman, where they literally were like, hey, Superman should be the strongest and most powerful person with every single power known to man. Like at one point in the golden age of comics, Superman literally shot little Supermen out of his hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was one of those things where they back in like the 50s and oh, 60s, God. they had an idea for a power. Give it to Superman. Have that power. Yeah, and so in so in this movie, which I got this correct on the trivia for uh, Geekverse, because I remember this part also when they're fighting, uh, when Nuclear Man and him are fighting for the first time, they're kind of fighting all over the world. Mm -hmm. They get to the Great Wall of China. Yeah, and he completely destroys the Great Wall of China. How does Superman fix it? By looking at it. Yeah, I had that too. Superman now has fixed vision. They yeah. call it they call it magical rebuilding power. Yeah, it's what it's what's in the trivia. It's actually like, something that has happened in the comics, but yeah. it's oh, like golden age sweet. stuff. Yeah, no, it's it, mm. and you know people technically still kind of keep tactile telekinesis canon because they well, give it to Superboy, who yeah. was a clone of Superman. So when he like pushes the people back down after Nuclear Man somehow freaking rose them up or whatever. Well, with his tactile... It, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a solar storm, you know? Yeah, <laughs> something. <laughs> Again, electricity, freeze... Like, he, he also had every power under the sun, apparently. Um, ha, 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 You know, ha, ha. Yep, But I don't know, man. It, it, Again, like I said, this movie gave me a false sense of hope in that Smallville scene and then just tore it all down. <laughs> yeah, so 
the last little bit uh, on Nuclear Man I want to talk about is when he does get Lacey. She breathes in space. Takes her in outer space. Yes. Because um, she's also super. I, I, uh, after listening to Ranger Danger uh, in space season, I just, I, there's no, there's air in space. There just has to be. I think we just lost Ron. So hold on. Oh, maybe. No, I'm here. Okay, okay. okay. Starting to freeze. So I put here, uh, uh, Nuclear's motivation to Lacey is non-existent. How did Superman know about Nuclear Man's weakness? Uh, Nuclear Man legit acts like someone who is way too into their role in professional wrestling. <laughs> like always growling, always yelling, like always going like above and beyond. Like they're like, oh, did we hire the right guy for this role? And yes. he's just like always just like all over the place. He's like, yes, you did. <laughs> This is his first film and his only film credit. He did like one or two TV Fair. spots and that, that was about it. Um, and then let's so go ahead, when Rob. Superman sends, you know, Lenny and uh, Lex back to you know prison. Well, sends Lenny. Was anybody else worried about Lenny getting sent the, to the Boys Catholic Town, Church? Like, with oh this my pastor? god, that's my last yeah. that's my last note. I said dropping him off at a that Catholic was- school, I think that's more damaging than anything. Uh, yes, <laughs> Let's move on to Superman moving the moon and destroying. Oh, and not destroying planet. like everything on the planet because of like throwing off the tide and you know yep. like uh, the the moon not actually like being pulled out of orbit and like thrown into the planet or away from the planet. Yep. I I put not Superman causing monsoons and tsunamis to destroy half the world. <laughs> I mean, he's done it before. Well, not to mention uh, like. Okay, so in a solar eclipse like that, like when that kind of shit happens, it also like the people that are outside during that, they're gonna look up to see what the fuck happens, and he blinded half of the country. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Easily. Um, Way to go, hero. <laughs> my last note, uh, I've got. Is he Jimmy never brought up the fact that he met Clark's cousin, or the fact that. He was screwing Lois's sister. Because hey, look, Supergirl, he is <laughs> him and Lacey or uh, Lucy are hot and heavy there at the end. I think more so. Christopher Reeves was like, I didn't write it, so it didn't happen. <laughs> he actually yep. was gonna be in the film. He was supposed yeah, to be in. Supergirl. Yeah, he was supposed to be in it, but then last minute he was all like, Yeah, he could. Yeah, how about no? <laughs> Uh, but they did get the poster instead. They got the poster instead. Yes, they did. So I was going to bring up... There was like a couple other... Oh, so this movie... This movie was originally going to be over two hours long. But, Holy shit. Thank yeah. goodness it wasn't. Um, what, but they... the that's, That was the original script and all that stuff. They uh, The canon group... They were the ones... Covering, you know, uh, putting it out. And then they cut the budget. They cut the budget from, where was it here? $36 million down to $17 million, Which means filmmakers have Damn. to cut Yeah, they, like. That's a big-ass cut. Bad. It's half. It's, it's, it's over half. 
Yeah, and that is insane. Why see, that's why you see a lot of reuse shots, a lot of reverse shots. There's the shots when Nuclear Man was blowing up the, the city and the cop slides backwards. Yeah, that was great. Car, and then the back, <laughs> everything just gets reversed. Like, it's not good. I it's not good. He guys. had, you know, the time travel powers like Superman did. <laughs> and then we have, of course, all the inconsistencies in the script. Ron, you brought it up when he goes into the uh, volcano and he doesn't just get frozen. Um, there was something else, other inconsistency that I, I can't remember now. Well, and for that part, Simon's like, well, once he shot down in there, the volcano shot him back out. And I'm like, yeah, but he wouldn't have had enough heat to start up the volcano if he was in there because he would have, you know, turned cold as soon as he went under the ground. And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. There was uh, the... Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the the motivations for Luther when he got back into Metropolis, he had this meeting of investors, you know, the guys that are like, oh, well, how are we going to, you know, make the big bucks and everything? And Luther's like, oh, simple. We kill Superman. You know, it's just like his plans all the time. These guys hold all the money. How the fuck did they, like, basically give all the, like, it doesn't make sense to me by the end when Luther is, like, hiding behind this mound of cash to be like, oh, by the way, I'm taking everything. I'm like, you only got a portion of all of their money. How are they still scared of you? I don't get it. Because he had nuclear man. Duh. I mean, what were they going <laughs> to do? Mean, throw a, throw an umbrella over him? I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, they watched... They watched him burn that dollar out of out of Luther's hand, <laughs> and then they ran away. See, I I need I need to apparently uh, meet with the uh, leaders of countries because I can take over just by showing them how a lighter works. <laughs> he holds yeah. the magic fire in his hand. <laughs> so, also they uh, the Cannon Group apparently thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Canon Group Incorporated. They folded. Doesn't matter. Uh, they thought this movie was going to be a Wait, blockbuster. They were CGI. It, the Canon Group Incorporated. <laughs> that's, that's what they're called. Okay, give me. That's awesome. That's what it is. Um, they thought they had a blockbuster on the hands, so they cut the movie down from two hours to an hour and a half. So that theaters it could be in more showings. That's not familiar at all. That's yep. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then when it you know flopped, they um, they folded fairly quickly. But the funny thing is, though, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. They actually had talks of um, a fifth film after they saw this. After they saw this, they had plans for a fifth film. Yep. Yeah. Oh man! Well, I think at this point. Oh, that's right. Cocaine was really in its high at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was also going to say, at this point, by the time the movie had released, at least bare minimum, Batman eighty nine was being worked on. Correct. So at least, at least like the planning stage of nothing else. I am pretty sure they were like. Oh, we can have a Superman and Batman, like that early. Team up, yeah. Well, then we didn't get the official like 
connection until I think it was mentioned in Batman Forever. There was a Superman reference. I know there was one in Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. but I think there was a mention of Superman in Batman Forever. If, yeah. If I remember correctly. Because I think I got that question wrong on the first Geekverse trivia thing two two or three years ago. Yeah. Um yeah, that's uh that's all the notes I've got, guys. Do you guys have any other extra notes you want um, to cover? I I had the note of uh where was it? It was uh let's see here. Clark chooses the worst place to change costume being the car. Mm-hmm. Um is a doorman solemn. Oh, how did Lex Luthor know where Superman was when he yeah. called him? When he's like, look at your the... the building to your left. Yeah. Because he knows who Superman is. But it's never been told. Like, like they've never hinted at that. That Unless, was another well, thing. Well, what if it was a public thing that Lois was going to be having a dinner date with Superman? So he, because that was that was not Lois. I guess place. that's that true. Was, that was Lacey's place, as far as I knew. So yeah, maybe that knowledge came out. I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's probably not too far out. But regardless, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not good. It doesn't it make doesn't, sense. Yeah, it doesn't give any information as to why he would know that. Yeah. So, and then early on in the movie, dealing with the nuclear bombs uh, and warheads, I said yes because everybody would be so willing to just get rid of their nuclear right? weapons. Right. Emily, Emily was like, "Where's the, uh, where's the United States delegation? I'm pretty sure they don't look happy." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, that guy doesn't look very happy. He's clapping, but he's like looking away well, from superman as he's walking by or north korea you know well, i yeah. haven't seen north korea <laughs> well, what what about what about when uh gene hack or lex luther is in the uh, bunker and he's like uh haven't you read code xy2304 this is this is i'm overriding it and he's like okay ready launch in 10 9 he's Three, two, the one. button <laughs> yeah the, yeah, the, the, the weapon, weapon is not, not even upright but it like, still makes it to space like that thing, it flew over their head. That would have crashed into the city. Speaking of crashing the city, when Nuclear Man pulls up the Statue of Liberty in New oh, York, yeah, the the fact that it was the big and small, that big and small, like well, either it's not the size only that, of the building or it's the size not of the bedroom. What's impressive is that the whole Statue of Liberty held together by one finger. Not right? only that. Not only that. They were able to drop the Statue of Liberty, and it was able to fall for quite some time before Superman picked it up. Because it shook yeah. on the way down. That's why. Because well, then when Superman, Superman grabbed power, it, it he? came back. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Or right. when he sets it back down on the foundation, and it's just fine. Like, even though he was literally dropping it through the air because he was starting to weaken... And it just like boom onto the fucking Ellis, Ellis Island, and then it's just like, nah, it's cool, no good. <laughs> you know, because that much impact would just be fine. You know, not to mention that this was during the day. You know, there were people inside that statue. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh shit. They're dead. Uh. So like, but it'd be funny if you could just like look in the window and just like see their faces like splattered against. It. <laughs> Oh man! 
That's well, awesome. So my thing is also whose brilliant idea was, hey, you know, one nuclear warhead almost completely destroyed Japan. So let's put them all in one singular spot wrapped up in a giant space net. Dude, and that net would have had to have been like astronomically sized, like the size of fucking Texas to fit all those in it. That's fine. Superman made it with the super building. Like, yeah, we'll go with that. But still, you know, the the idea of like the... um, I don't even know what the fuck they're called. I just remember him from freaking Finding Nemo. Those little mines underwater. Oh, yeah. You know, you barely touch one. Boom. Goes, you know, completely. But, okay, but those, are actually, those are actually made to do that because they were so that if a, a sub brushed against them, they'd explode. Uh, nuclear warheads are not supposed to activate until, or not supposed to detonate until they've been activated. However, with them all being in that close proximity, like to each other, and like one person, just one asshole, could have been like, exactly, hey, clink, <laughs> boom. <laughs> We have, well, not we to mention that the solar flare... Okay, so they hit the surface of the sun, right? Allegedly. As opposed to burning up before they got even close to it. They have good casing. Because, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of that fact, it would have been a strong enough explosion to have knocked some of the plasma of the sun out of it. Yep. And then, it's like... insane. <laughs> yeah. I... Oh, it's not shit. good, guys. This 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 was a bad movie. Like I'll admit it, this was a bad movie. Uh, so we'll get to the ratings here in a minute. But whew. one one thing that I do like about these Christopher Reeves movies is uh, I can't even I have it in my notes, but I can't even fucking remember it now. Uh, oh, I remember. So I always like when in these movies when the bully gets bullied. There's one moment where they're doing the exercises. And, like, this dude's like, oh, hiya, Clark. And, like, he is just introduced to him. And he's like, oh, let me help you out here. And, like, he throws the the weights at Clark. And Clark falls or whatever because he's going to act like he's Clark. He's well, not he going to act like yeah, he's he Superman. Yeah, he hands it to him. Exactly. And, and he falls. And then when this guy is all by himself or whatever, Clark's like, oh, catch. And he just throws the freaking weights on him. No pain, no gain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was – I mean, he he – Definitely could have hurt that guy. I mean, he literally tossed what looked to be about 145 pounds onto yeah. this guy's chest, and he fell over. Like he about crushed him. But hey, you know, but Superman doesn't hurt people. We've we've learned in Power Rangers the bullies are the heroes. Like that's yeah, that's really what it is. Like yeah, but mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's all for notes. I think that is that's everything that I have here. Um, we talked about the monsoons or the 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 moon thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, why didn't Nuclear Man radiate radiation? Yeah, because that's they literally talk about. Now, granted, his, he does in his boots, his suit, his suit that Lex cut off of whatever fabric he had. It kept uh, the it one that in. only covers like a triangle of his body. Yep, that one. And his legs covered his legs. His arms were, you know, and his face. Were no, no, all, it only like, covered part me. of his legs because like his thighs up to his ass cheeks were bare. I could have sworn that that was actually had pants. I'm I don't pretty feel sure like it was a g string. I'm pretty sure it was a g string. 
And for my last, like, it was in the middle of the movie, but one of my last notes was uh, for an hour and 30 minutes, there was nothing that happened in this movie. No, God. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So Especially since we started out with the whole, the whole, like, hey, I'm going to get rid of all the nuclear stuff and every government's going to join in or step aside. To the end where it's like, well, the government's going to take care of this, guys. You you got this. Uh, so when they're fighting on the moon and, like, he bashes Superman's head into the, <laughs> like, into the moon... It literally looks like he's getting ready to rape him because, like, he he takes his hand and curls it over Clark's hand that was like over the thing. And I'm just like, man, Superman's about to get wrecked. <laughs> oh, I missed that part. Oh, oh no, no. So what? It, it it's I can see where Rod is going because he's smashing his face into I, yeah. the pavement. But the way that the the crater or like crevice of the moon is like and you just like, see the hand and then you see nuclear man's hand <laughs> that is terribly oh, funny god I love oh it. my god uh, uh, rape right. is not funny kids rape is, rape not, is funny. not funny no um, it's not no but we're, we're, it's funny when we laugh Whatever. but so this helped uh, us get a bingo god, I was gonna say let's, let's get on to the bingos Okay, so uh, obviously we had government interference, which is the whole nuclear thing. Yep. Either way you want to go with it. Well, I mean, uh, you have com- government interference with them going to Lex to try and kill Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've got comic book logic everywhere. Naturally. Um, the love triangle, which, no, 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 hear me out. So Lois is in love with Superman, but she also knows Superman as Clark. Okay, So fair. she is basically, you know, in love with Clark, but also in love with Superman and He's, you know, but yeah. also Lacey is in love with Clark, so that's even more of a love triangle. Yeah, it's like a love work. triangle with an acute angle off the side of it. <laughs> exactly. Um, although it was more obtuse because, like, that was really had nothing to do with the story. Um, then you have dead parents again, because I mean, Superman's parents are always dead. Let's, you know. Well, they don't ever mention, like, it's, like we said earlier, they don't mention Martha, but it's the assumed. farm is being sold. So, obviously, Martha's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unexplainable science, also everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Uh, and then this was rife with sexual innuendo. A little bit. You also forgot, uh, I mean, yes, it, very, very much so. But you forgot product placement. There was product placement everywhere. In this yeah, movie. I didn't yeah. forget product placement. Pepsi, See, I guess so used to thing. watching, I get so used to watching, like, the other ones that don't have product placement that I quit looking for it. Well, and I think we're going to start getting into the movies that are going to have it more often. So, like Comic Logic and Comic Book Science, product placement is just going to be a given. Yeah. Um, Alrighty, gentlemen. Uh, I think that is everything. So, Clay, why don't you go ahead and start with your rating? Oh, my God. Okay. So, would I watch this more... Than I would Buckaroo Banzai. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, Ron, I gave Buck. I was harsh on Buckaroo Banzai. It was a 0.5? You gave or, it a 2. I gave I it a we, 2? We oh, I was at 1.5, and then and y'all talked, talked me up, up to 2. Okay, no, this is a 1. I'm it's sorry. Okay. <laughs> this that's is fair. one. That's fair. No, that's but, but you're right. Like that's what I was doing. I'm like, 
going over my list of what what movies I rated what. I'm like, I can't put it over this, but it's definitely not good better than this. So, uh, Ron, what, what's yours sitting at? Okay, so normally movies with nostalgia automatically get four points for me. And then as the movie progresses, they either gain or lose points based on what goes on. Mm-hmm. Having said that, this gets a 1.8. Um, Holy so shit. The, well, the nostalgia things that I remember weren't anything like what I remember. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the movie had no real plot, no real like character development or uh, anything to do with like, uh, and of course all the uh, rapey you know stuff like him with uh, Lois fucking her mind. Um, yeah. Then on the moon, you know, the other way around, and then them dropping Lenny off at the uh, you know boys' school with the uh, Catholic boys' school there. Um, <laughs> I just. So the things that like make the Superman movies nostalgic for me, like for instance, Otis being a fucking hilarious little, you know, it, and, and him and Tess Mocker played off each other really well. Yes. And um, uh, even like Lois and Clark's relationship in this one was really fucking weird. Because like I said, Margaret Kidder had a rough time working with Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And, and it showed, and, it showed hard. And it just, it all boils down to, and, and their fight scene was pathetic. Like, yeah, uh, it just, it, like I said, it just boils down to that. The nostalgia, like wasn't even there. Like this movie was so bad. It burned out the nostalgia. That's bad. That's pretty bad. Um, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I was, I gave it a two. Uh, so I'm not, uh, this is lower, the lowest Superman one I've given. And even looking at my other twos. This is a low two for me, because um, I would probably watch this over Gen thirteen, and I I didn't like Gen thirteen, so I, I don't even remember yeah. what I gave Gen thirteen. So uh, you gave that one a two <laughs> as well. Okay, but yeah, like I, some of my other twos, I had um, oh where was it? Uh, this is good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, Supergirl was 2.5. Like, this is definitely worse than Supergirl. That is insane. Which is saying something. (laughs) But I asked, you know, I gave Captain America, the first Captain America from 79 a 2. And I'd watch that over this. See, I don't know if I would. (laughs) I I wouldn't watch watch either one of them. No, you're not fair. If you had a choice. I'd watch Buckaroo Banzai again. But with our final score, the combined score of a 1.6, that puts it at number 33 out of 34 movies. It is second Holy from the bottom. Just, crap. just below it is Captain America Captain 2. Captain America 2. Death Too Soon. <laughs> with a 1.01. Or was it? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. It, man, it, it, this movie was... What really is, sucks, though, is I was excited to watch this movie. Because like I said, I hadn't watched it in years. I remember liking it as a kid. Yeah, no, and I'm right there with you. It was one of those movies where, because it's been so long since I've seen it, it couldn't have been as bad as our, as everybody says. Mm, it was, sadly. Yeah. Well, the worst part about this, well, the worst part about this, in a sense, is this is Christopher Reeve's last big-time movie on screen, on the big screen. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't remember him having a, a large credit. 
on his IMDb or on his filmography. Um, as far as big blockbusters go, as far as like okay. getting in like the general audience eye, a lead role. Yes, uh, in something yes. that yeah. Oh yeah, no, it is because I yeah. remember I remember uh, somewhere in time with him and uh, uh, the yes. medicine woman, but that was mm-hmm. nineteen eighty. Yeah, so that's way before this. Yeah, it was it was seven years before that. Now, also, he did do a made-for-TV movie, uh, Rear Window. This was after his accident. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. after his accident, he was actually on an entire season of Smallville. Well, I say yeah. entire season. He was he had a a several. He had a, he had a few episodes. Yeah. Um, which I will say were absolutely awesome. Um, they. Uh, they actually, after every episode of that season, they were promoting uh, his foundation mm-hmm. and uh, giving away like these like dog tag things or whatever. I remember those. Um, but yeah, like as far as this being the last Superman for him, that really yeah. sucks. But thankfully, yes. he was able to like respark what he had in in Smallville for sure. Correct. Yeah, no, the Superman three and Superman four. While Superman three is definitely better than this one. They're, they're small little blips that people will forget. Yes, they are still, like you said earlier, Clay, they're part of the Superman canon. They are part of the Christopher Reeves Superman that everybody loves. But no one actually looks at it. And that's fine. Like, you don't really have to. Because no one ever wants to watch these ever again. I'm never going to watch them <laughs> anytime soon. But it, it, it does suck that this movie is his last go as Superman. But I am happy that it wasn't his last his last go in acting like he definitely mm-hmm. still continued on and just he especially after his accident he made something of it he didn't just kind of let it be what it was and just become um jaded for it yeah. so but alrighty, um, I think if that is everything, Clay, thank you for coming on, man. This is always a pleasure having you on these. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, um, especially I like is my thing now for for rundown reviews that I just like pick the 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 bad movies and I just come on here. Well, or? so basically, we know that if you want to come on to the movie, we should expect it to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> but damn. we appreciate it because no, no, no hear well, me out. Like. The, the movies that we have watched, well, you know, we've covered together, uh, although they have been horrible, man, have they given us some fucking food for this it's, show. Like, it's great. It really is. So and I, we're, we're, we're getting into the time of actual starting to get some good movies, so I know we're going to have a lot more people wanting to, to talk about them. Oh man, that so means I can't. You. That means that means I can't come on until uh, Fantastic Four: Silver Surfer. <laughs> um, not necessarily. I got the list is over there, but I know we have a uh, couple I mean, more bad ones coming up. Blade Two came out before that, didn't it? Blade Two oh, was good. Calm it was down, not dude. bad. It was not horrible, but it wasn't. Great. I would I would call three two is worse. better than three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Blade three is a thing. Yeah. When you have Triple H coming in with silver fangs, I'm sorry. Like it Look, doesn't make only, any sense. The only good thing about Blade three was Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. And yeah. And yeah. And he was. And all he played was Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he was in that movie. That's just Ryan Reynolds. 
Um, so Ryan Reynolds said, isn't an actor; he just plays himself. You said you said you you wouldn't come on until Fantastic Four: Rise of Silver Surfer, sir. Oh, coming God. coming later this year is the 1994 Fantastic Four movie. Oh no! Ron is so confused right so, now. I am very confused. Oh no! Yeah. So I mean, if you want to come on to that. Now, is, now, just, I just think that's from, only on YouTube. I th- it's only on YouTube. Just, just it, from just Rod, from Clay's reaction, it's I, uh, bad. It looks like I've so only seen you, you, you photos, know, and it's bad. So you think that Captain America was bad, or Fan Four Stick was bad? I still haven't seen Fan Four Stick. I'll have to get you back. You know, what? do you just want to do all the Fantastic Four movies? I'm, I've got no problem putting you down for that. Put me down for every Fantastic Four movie. I have to fat. I have to have a reason to finally sit down and watch Fan Four. Now that one might not be for a year or two, but uh, oh, that that'll be fine. That'll be fine. Wait, wait, you don't have to watch anytime soon. Is that the uh, the one they made after the uh, uh, Jessica Alba ones? Yeah, the one yeah. that came out what about five years ago, four or five years ago. So I have that, and I have never watched it all the way through because it was just that bad. Emily and I went and saw it in theaters. Oh, I'm sorry, you paid for that. We did pay for that. The actors, I, we all like the actors. Michael B. Jordan. Um, yep. That's all I <laughs> so, so, so you, so you type it in in YouTube. Fantastic Four, nineteen ninety four. It is the very first thing that comes up. It says Marvel's nineteen ninety four feature length film, The Fantastic Four, unreleased movie. Yep. Yep. We yeah. that's that's later this year. Um, we've got a bunch of other. I I have to shift some stuff around because. Some movies um, are me, gone. I can't get a hold of them. And some we're trying to get with certain people that we just can't nail down dates. So I currently was that, have was a, that a shot at uh, Chuck and Tim. I do not. <laughs> I do not have any animosity toward those two. Those two are really good friends. Um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can do this real, real quick, for, especially for Ron. Uh, open image and new tab. Oh, that's oh, way show too small. I'm gonna show him what this fantastic. Well, why, okay, like. while you do that, let's go ahead and, and tell everybody where they can find you, so we can get out of here. And yes, of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. In the bio of that Twitter account, you can always go into the link tree that shows the links to all the shows that I host. That including. DC Alliance, Batman News Weekly, Ranger Alliance, and of course Star Wars Alliance. Uh, on those shows, me and uh, Joe just talked about um, the episodes right after the power transfer for the second season of Mighty Morphin. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about uh, Power Rangers comics uh, as well. On uh, Star Wars Alliance, we talked about the finale for the book of Boba Fett. And DC Alliance next week. Uh, you know, as we are recording, this is going to be far off into the future. Uh, this is uh, middle of uh, March, so yeah. But if you guys still have been on the fence on Peacemaker, we're going to be talking about Peacemaker the finale there. I, mean, um, I just started so watching that, that episode. It it's it's going to be a fun episode because uh, I I will give a small tease here. It was, uh, it, was it was like a month ago. You can well, tease all well, you no, want. No, no, uh, me. And both Travis's. Oh well, no, Ron, you're you're good. You're good. You're okay. good. No, me and the two Travis's on the network um, were actually talking it out, 
and me and my co-host started to bicker back and forth and snell was like oh man i'm i'm in a middle of a dc alliance conversation right here so it's it's gonna be very interesting as far as maybe i do want to jump in on that conversation so that's gonna be happening uh that happened now uh you know in in (laughs) a month ago from now but go check that out and uh and yeah uh by this time Batman is probably going strong. Go go watch that movie as well. Yes, yeah, because we're gonna. You guys are gonna be doing a your coverage of Batman. I think the week of, and I'm yes a part. I was a part of that. So go if you guys haven't watched it over on the Geekverse YouTube channel. Um, go check it out. It should still be on their YouTube channel. Um, yeah, Ron, you want to plug anything? I never ask you. You always complain when I don't ask you. Um. Do I? <laughs> Thank did you guys you, for listening. Cover, did, wait, did you cover all of our stuff? Well, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Thank you guys for listening. You guys can find us on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown, or you can send your emails to comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. If you do rate us and, and review us, send us a DM on the social medias. That way we know you guys did. Um, we only look at the uh, iTunes, or Apple podcast. The other ones, for whatever reason, don't like showing up. Uh, you can, our song was done by Cam from Wreck My Podcast and one half of the Sex Turtles. And you can buy merch. There we go. Sorry. Lost my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> no, I, was, I was watching it go. Like I, I watched the wheels turn on that yep. one. That was great. Yeah. Uh, go get our merch over at Redbubble and Public. So, that being said, um, I don't know what our next... No, our next movie is Double Dragon. Oh, that's right. with Heinz. Oh, no. With Heinz. <laughs> so, hey, so it turns out, Clay, that you're not on every terrible movie that we watch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that Ooh, that's the next one. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Oh look, look, now you're now you're all for it, huh? <laughs> look, that, no, that's the only part of that movie I'm for, but yeah. <laughs> Alright. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>